This is the Too Fat to Play podcast. I am your host, Austin. With me as always, albeit in with a new computer and way too many things in front of him for him to possibly acknowledge the fact that I exist on the other side of this table, it's Brian. Dude, I am like vibrating right now with excitement. Guys, if you if you missed the fantasy football show, say that's not your thing, you're not part of one of our leagues, whatever the case may be, we we got with Doug, uh, our executive producer, um, now officially. Uh, he, he's been helping out with the show a lot, um, and he came through big for us on Saturday. Uh, if you've already listened to the uh, the fantasy show, you you might want to skip forward a couple minutes here because we, we this is something that we have to really shout out there. Um, one more time, Austin. Wave to the camera. Anybody else that sees this clip, this is for this is it. We've got video on the way. It's huge. This I I can't explain how excited I am. We've got huge upgrades to the studio coming. We've got new lighting in here so that you guys can uh, see us. Lighting that accentuates all of our flaws. Um, I mean, we're a makeup department away from still being disappointing. Dude, this is so good. We got a whole ass computer here that can record. Um, how should I say it? Uh, reliably. That's that's the best way to put it. Here is record reliably, not only audio but video as well. Um, I've got a laptop set up separately for for stats and stuff like that. Does that mean it's going to work? No. Wi-Fi's spotty, and I haven't run a direct line to the laptop yet. But that'll be coming semi-soon. We've got we've got an actual setup now. This is still a very poor podcast with really good equipment now. A few more upgrades to come in the future. Hopefully a couple new mics. Um, the sound card on this computer, much better than the sound card on my laptop. Incredible how that works when the computer's 11 times more expensive than my laptop. About 30 times the computer. <laughs> um, yeah, so we will be getting some new mics. Um, we're we're going to be trying to get this thing upgraded. We, we may sound professional before too long. Um, now if we can just find two idiots to actually talk into the mics that are better than what we've got, you guys might actually enjoy listening to us three times a week um but until then you're stuck with us but we're gonna make the best of it again huge shout out doug um spent probably four hours oh at, at least saturday night i dropped it. i dropped three thirty dollars on pizza we we just got everything in here set up we're we're now video capable we can record our audio without the fear of the computer catching fire it's a big step in the right direction, um, and, and we know. have a date um, that we would like. We're not going to disclose that yet, but by the end of the regular season here, we will have our first full length, all three segments, a full YouTube video of our podcast. Hopefully, 
Kind of uh, like Aaron Rodgers, it'll be here eventually. Right, right. Uh, timeline might be the same as to – boy, might, wouldn't that be He might be beat fun. us. <laughs> <laughs> he might. But we're not still sure if he's actually coming back this year, although all signs are pointing that direction. Taking big steps. If you guys missed my Facebook post uh, from this last weekend, we have now been streamed in 15 countries across the world. Why? Y'all are idiots. 15 fucking countries? Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We love every minute of it. We're here for you guys, and mainly we're here for us to talk football. Um, Quick shout-out one more time, uh, another time. Week in, week out, Sticks Golf Lounge in Humboldt standing right behind us, even though they don't know we're in front of them. Um, they been great sponsors. They will continue to sponsor the show. Uh, Sticks in Humboldt, go in, play around a golf. It's heated. It's air conditioned. They have beer. Uh, they have beer. They have beer. I don't know what else you need. It's inside. It's kind of fucking perfect. Especially considering the weather outside is not. fucking not. <laughs> Yesterday it was like 40 and rainy all day. Unnecessary. Go in, have a good time, join a league, play a couple rounds, tell them we sent you. They still won't know who we are, but we know who they are. Just like the stalker down the road, we'll always be there. Austin, you ready to get into what happened in week 11? Yeah, I'm going to talk Thursday and Sunday. Oh, no, no. We'll have to hit Monday night's game. What happened on Monday night? Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Am I dropping something here? Am, am, I, am I just not laying out far enough? You know, for our first episode with like a other huge reveal other than um, like the new studio, you're really just dropping the ball. You know, you know, it, it's sometimes shit happens. You know, we all have off weeks. Um, who knows? I'm sure it won't happen 26 times in a season. I highly doubt it. You never, you I mean, it, never, it's know. almost impossible. Right. Besides, you know, fortunately I don't have, you know, one of the greatest people of all time to prop me up. Yeah, we just I, can't I love all you, be but... all that lucky, you know? All right, let's start with Thursday night. Um, Cincinnati going down to the to the Ravens, but more importantly, Joe Burrow um, with the season ending, tearing a ligament in his hand or his thumb, wrist area, um, going down for the season. So two AFC North teams lost their quarterbacks this week, uh, with Deshaun going on IR Wednesday, and then Joe going awfully convenient for him to just go on IR. I yeah. get he hurt himself in the game. It, I don't know. He's been hurt all season. Yeah, but his best half of football was reported was injured allegedly after he got injured. So I mean, whatever. Right. But uh, convenient. But say it's Joe convenient. Joe going down, huge loss, and I I think that pretty well takes the Bengals out of the playoff picture, which the Bills should be happy about because I believe that puts the Bills back in conversation for the playoff picture. It should, and the way the Bills kind of played this weekend, they played better. Uh, We've seen shades of the – you know what their offense did? I know we're still supposed to be talking 
Bengals here. Uh, their offense ran the ball, uh, but we'll get to that game here in a bit. Yeah. Um, um, the Ravens, man, that team. They're complete. I don't understand the running back situation. Um, I mean, it sure looked like Keaton Mitchell was ready to take over that backfield, and then Gus Edwards became the feature back. Lamar is still Lamar, um, good and bad this season. However you want to look at it, he's still playing the same way he has. They've had that one big explosive week that we were hoping we would get more of that just hasn't been the case. OBJ overshadowed also got hurt in this game um there's a a lot of injuries going on yeah it Um, was just it was it was a competitive game once baltimore kind of got out in front and that was early on but joe burrow never looked right and it's weird because what was it like wednesday the Bengals had posted mm -hmm. a video of him coming off the bus with a with, brace on his right an, hand? With an iPad sleeve is how they... Right. Yeah, I've, I've worn a wrist brace or two. Um, I sure know what they look like, and it kind of looked like that. It, you're not fooling anybody, Cincinnati. He was, he was hurt. He probably got hurt in practice. You didn't put him on the injury report, which could mean up to a loss of a draft pick. Um, and it... Guess what? The NFL likes to levy fines on that, but not sexual assault. So it'll be a first-rounder. Um, yeah, Cincinnati, still dysfunctional. That That's all there is to it. You, you can't take the dysfunction out of a, a football team with the same owner, it seems like. That scares me because I see that day in, day out, and I'm looking at the my team going – that's been dysfunctional for a long fucking time. He didn't just fucking figure it out. Something's up. Oh, uh, goodness. Dallas trounced the Panthers. Surprised? Uh, no. No, okay. I mean, we, we both we both picked Dallas. We both said we'd root for Carolina. That game was pretty evident pretty early. Yeah, it took uh, about to the middle of the first quarter for the, the Panthers, who were hanging in there till about the middle of the first quarter to get throttled but i will give the cowboys props since trayvon Diggs went down everybody's like well what's that gonna do for the defense deron bland is playing like a man on a fucking mission right now he's playing like trayvon Diggs. he is and and i, I he's think playing like trayvon rookie year trayvon Diggs. i i think you can attribute some of it to dallas lets their cornerbacks be aggressive if you get burned okay if you get your hands on the ball, fantastic. You know, that that's how they coach those guys to play corner. And I, I get it. I get what Dan Quinn's doing there. It, it doesn't work in the playoffs. Because then you get a quarterback that's clever or at least competent, and he's like, I'm not going to give you one. So when you're playing teams that are above 500, because that seems teams to be a that problem. Teams can look off a safety who can. Te- teams that have competent quarterbacks. Yeah, no, you're going to get got on some of those. Um, but during the regular season, okay. Again, I mean, the Cowboys have um, how, how many wins over teams above 500 right now? I don't think they do. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, that, that, is, that is the answer we were looking for. They've 
Granted, I think they've only played one team that has a winning record to this point. Didn't they get throttled in that game? Yeah, they they slightly got beat by the Niners. Oh, like forty-two to ten. <laughs> you can say that again. It's, I'm I'm not very hopeful right now. Um, don't I've just got a pit of despair in my stomach. Um, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. You want, you want me to drop that for you too? I don't know if you guys could drop anything else. Um, Dorian Thompson Robinson. Way to go, bud. First win is a pro. It was an ugly game. Ugly. ugly. It was an AFC North game. Though. It was. It was. You can't be upset that two AFC North teams did exactly what two AFC North teams do against each other. And finally, the heavens opened up. The light shone down. And the Pittsburgh Steelers, for the first time since 1941, have made an in-season coaching change. And they have fired Matt fucking Canada. Um, Interesting side note to your stat of the day there uh, on the 1941 in-season firing. In 1941, that in-season firing, do you know who it was? I have no idea. They fired their head coach. I cannot recall his name right now. Their head coach was also part owner. He fired himself mid-season for the job he was doing. That is a man of compassion. That's it. He loves his football team enough to know, I can't coach these guys. 1941, the Steelers' last in-season firing was their owner firing himself from being head coach of the football team. This happened so long ago, I can't even freaking find who they fired. And I'm gonna, I, put, I put fired, and all that comes up is Matt Canada. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give that that one credit to the Dan Patrick Show this morning. Um, listening to that, that was one of the few things I actually caught while I was underneath the uh, the truck we were working on today. Um I actually had to stop, get out from underneath the truck, and go, what did they just say? And, uh, yeah, since 1941. So, there you go, in case you were wondering. Detroit and Chicago. Oh. I, due to pressure from his co-owner, Art Rooney, part owner and coach, Burt Bell, resigned, Burt essentially Bell, firing was. himself after losing the first two games of the season in 1941. Pretty sh- No, that would have been a couple years earlier. So the last time the fire the, the Steelers fired a head coach, we were closer. We were closer. <laughs> To Adolf Hitler winning Man of the Year. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, that's so fucked. Then the end of World War II. <laughs> he won it in 1940, didn't he? I think he won in 37. Was, was it? I think so. I'll have to was double it? check. Oh. Regardless. Because the end of World War II was 46? Six. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, 
Oh, dear God. If that doesn't get clipped, I don't know what will. I really don't. Um, all right. Detroit taking care of the Chicago Bears. Chicago kind of hung in there. Justin Fields came I mean, back. I mean, they... I can't say they hung, hung in, in there. there is probably yeah. the wrong, wrong way to phrase blowing a 12-point lead with eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Justin Fields came back. He looked he looked pretty damn good. He looked like the that, guy at the that, end of last that season. That team looks like they can win games. Not not to sound rude to Tyson Benyet or Bagnets or... Bajent? Bajent, whatever his name is. I think is that I, the first time we've actually pronounced his name correctly? I think so, and I'm trying on that one. I've uh, never tried well, before. Okay, first of all, fuck you for fucking up a good thing. Um, but, you know, they had a 12-point lead with like eight minutes left. Granted, I don't think any of us are arguing the Lions are... That's a damn good football team. Yeah, a significantly better team. Probably the best team in the NFC. I, and I know you've been saying it. <laughs> But my, uh, the, if God. the Lions and Eagles play each other, I feel like the Eagles I'm, should be on upset alert. So I'm, I'm picking the Lions. I, I, the, it's a more well-rounded team. The record is worse. Yes, they're eight they, and two. They have a worse loss. Yes, maybe the Eagles lost to the Jets. Sorry, the Eagles lost to the Jets with Zach Wilson. Who's now the third string quarterback? But we'll talk about the Eagles here in a bit. Um, yeah, I've been on the Lions. Yeah, I mean, I've been I on mean, the Lions. I we, picked them to say, win the Super Bowl. Say we we both had them in at least the NFC Championship game. Yeah. So I, I don't feel like we're not surprised by the Lions. I had this conversation last night. One of the guys at the bowling, I was like, you know who's really surprised me this year? The Lions. And I was like, the Lions didn't surprise me at all. No. If, if you paid attention to the Lions. it's Their time's been coming yeah. for a and, couple of years. And, and I get it. It's Detroit. We're all still waiting for shit to hit the fan. But they've Even, got, they've got mean, the coach. Shit hit the fan for three and a half quarters. And they're like, we've got to fucking do something. So they did. They went out and won a football game. Yeah. You can't. No. The the Lions have actually won football games every which way you have to, unlike the 49ers, unlike the Cowboys, and unlike the Eagles. No, I, I don't want to hear shit about the, the Niners not being able to fucking come from behind. Guess who hasn't either? Like, there's the Cowboys haven't, and you're trying to tell me they're one of the best? No. Like, these teams in the NFC have not done what the the Lions have done. The Lions are the best team in the NFC. Right now, I'm saying the best team in the NFL. I'm having a hard time disagreeing with you. A really hard time. Do they pass the eye test? No. But honestly? But they do. Do they? Like, I mean, they can throw the ball with the best of them. Jared Goff is a very capable quarterback. And his interceptions don't mean anything. He threw three in yep. this weekend's game early. You can't come back from three early turnovers. One, maybe. Two, probably not. Three early turnovers to go down where you're playing catch-up the entire game. Not happening. And then in the last eight minutes, be down tw- two scores. 
your defense has to come in and do their job, which they didn't look great. You were given uh, – Justin Fields was running all over the place. I think I think that defense is going to have a similar problem to what your defense does. You get a mobile quarterback that's willing to move. It's going gonna, it's gonna to create a problem. I mean, it's, a, it's the NFL. Mobile quarterbacks in the NFL are different animals. Yeah, they are. They, they present options that are tough. And if they start moving with intent, they're tough to stop. Yes. I mean, whether whether it's Lamar, whether it's Justin Fields, Kyler Murray, uh, Jalen Hurts, those quarterbacks running the ball as a plan, that creates a very different element than what you think about when you think of NFL football. So, you know, it. Justin Fields is going to get you every now and again with his legs. We saw that last year. It's how they won games with him. But, you know, good on the Lions. They stepped up when they had to, both defense and offense. They came back. And, by God, I love the fact that whenever it's like third to three and you have to have it, every team throws the ball. They run a freaking halfback dive out of a shotgun formation and get it every time. They they will run it down your throat. It, it's imposing your will because you're they they literally look at it going look if we have to punt on uh, after a third and three fail fine a lot of teams do it, it's third down like I think that league average on third down is like forty percent so it's less than half the time that you're you're converting you kind of take it that's what the league does but if you can impose your will on third and that's right on the edge of medium and short. So let, on a run, that's third and medium. Mm-hmm. You am just you're out physicaling the team. You get that first down, maybe a punt on the next set of downs. It doesn't matter. That is that's a blow to that front four of the defense of the front seven. Mm-hmm. They oh, could, yeah. they couldn't stop I mean, you. That that's a demoralizing that that's a demoralizing play to your defense. Yes. Always. And that's huge. Absolutely huge. Um, this but, game, th- this game, and uh, let's just stop for a minute um, and say that the Chargers, fuck you on behalf of Ryan, my boss. Um, he was one of four remaining players, I believe, and a slightly... Um, large survivor pool, and uh, he's not a big. He wasn't a big fan of Quentin Johnston, and now he's a really not big fan of Quentin Johnston. Yeah. So, first off, for. For did he like exhaust all of his options? That was that was the consensus best option that me and him went with. That me and him could find. Like that was because me and him do do the survivor. We kind of have gotten to the point where we do them together. No, I, I do the same. I do the same I mean, thing with one of the say, guys at say work. He gets he gets the final say on everything. It's right. his money in it. It's his money out of it. 
he does. We do have a conference about it. We had one about his smaller survivor pool today. I, I mean, I run a football po- podcast. Like, I do sometimes know what I'm talking about, albeit not when my money's on the line. But that was kind of the best of the battle. And, I mean, Green Bay's a shit team. That, yes. That is a terrible team right that now. That is. So, Brandon Staley has got to go. He made J- Jordan Love look like a fucking MVP out there. Got to go. He is. So, the three years before Brandon Staley became head coach, Brandon Staley's a defensive guy. So, before he got there, that defense was top 10 under Anthony Lynn. Since he's been there, it has been bottom 10 in the league. He doesn't even have his fucking defense right. Everybody wants to point to Justin Herbert. I get it. That's the quarterback. Quarterback, head coach, they have to work on the same page. It's one or the other, right? Yeah, and those two are reading different books. Yeah. I. You, you should be able, in this this year's game, go out there and to play the Packers, Putting up 20 points should be well, well more than enough. Mm-hmm. You give up 23. You gave up 20. And then you're going to have the fucking audacity to come out in your press conference and say, I have complete noter um, confidence in my play calling abilities. How? How the fuck can you look in the goddamn mirror at night and go, yeah, I'm good at what I do? You're bad with the fucking statistics. Two years in a row, you showed us that in the fucking playoffs. You can't. You what the fuck are you doing? I don't. Uh, Nick Wright said something about them. Oh, I keep hearing they have an all-pro roster. What do you mean you keep hearing? Look at that fucking roster. Derwin James is a dog. Joey Bosa's hurt. Dog. Cleo Mack. Dog. Old. He's getting up there. Well, he's a fucking dog. That's three guys on defense. Let's not even start on the offensive side of the ball. Although on the offensive side of the ball, um, not to not to jump uh, off your tirade here, is Austin Eckler done? I I don't know. Did, did you? Did, I mean, Where's I, he I, at? I mean, I'm assuming everybody saw the stretch play to the to the offense's left side. Perfectly blocked. Perfectly. He gets to the second level untouched, and then gets chased down in like three yards. Yeah. I just look like a fullback out there. I don't know what's going. Maybe he sat out a little too long, and, and so I don't know. I don't know if faking injuries has finally caught up with him or what. But holy shit, he looked terrible. But I mentioned the reading different books with with Staley and uh, Herbert, and I, I think I found the title of those books. Okay, and I I know I'm going to get some blowback on one of these. And that's fine. If I'm wrong, I'll eat it. But from what I've seen to this point, I think I know what the books are. Brandon Staley's is head coaching is high school head coaching for dummies. Okay. And Justin Herbert shows up to work with a book. And that book is called Just a Guy. He has all the talent in the world. I don't think that quarterback can win. I, I've Granted, yes, he had the he lost the game on the same reason that Patrick Mahomes lost the game. 
because a, a wide open receiver on a great throw dropped the ball. That's fine. I've I've seen enough bad decisions and enough inconsistent decisions that yes, play calling matters. That's why the, <laughs> that's why Kansas City has scored exactly the same amount of points as I have in the second half in the last calendar month of the season. Play calling matters. I'm so glad you did that. Okay. I am so, so glad you did that. Doug's going to have a good one. I got four quarterbacks in front of me. I'm going to give you all four of their stats. Uh, this is starting in 2021 to current. Quarterback number one. I'm now considering all four of these to be in the same category. Um, one of these guys has a few less games um, than the other three, uh, and that's just based on circumstance from last year. So, 46 games, 63.8% completion rating, uh, 53 touchdowns, 36 interceptions. Quarterback number two, 45 games, 66.7% complete, completion rating, uh, 83 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. Quarterback three, 42 games, 66% completion rating, uh, 48 touchdowns, 36 interceptions. And quarterback four, played 36. He's got a 61.7% completion percentage, 42 touchdowns, 27 interceptions. Is four Lamar? No. No? Okay. Just trying to think of... Were injuries the predication? No. Is it Brock? Nope. Okay. I was like, like the completion seems way too low for Brock. Nope. Brock's not one of the four quarterbacks. Okay. okay. Um, I so have qu- two guys who are the greatest talents we've ever seen, so right? Quarterback and two, two guys that I don't consider to be league starters. Okay. So eight, number two had 80 touchdown passes? Number two had uh, 83 touchdown passes, 80. 30 interceptions. Since, since 2021? Yep. So that's pushing 40. I guess it's going to be pushing like 30 a year. Is that Herbert? That's Herbert. Okay. Quarterback number two is Herbert. Okay. I mean, by the by, those stats clearly. I mean, and, and Herbert should be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Would you say he's better than a quarterback with a sixty-three point eight compared to his sixty-six point seven percent completion percentage, uh, fifty-three touchdowns, thirty-six interceptions? So is his, that Josh? No, that's fucking Trevor. Okay, that's Trevor. Makes sense. Okay, Mac Jones, quarterback number three. Wow, that one got that Baker one. Mayfield, quarterback number four. Okay, okay. Now I understand your circumstances from last. Okay, they're the same guy. The prince that was promised isn't a good quarterback. He's just a guy. Trevor Lawrence, when you watch his games, he has just as many boneheaded fucking mistakes. He's just—I'd rather have Justin Herbert because at least he doesn't fucking say anything. 
Like, the guy's so goddamn quiet, he can't say anything stupid. He won't. Trevor Lawrence, we seen all this shit last year. Uh, no, I want the same goddamn energy that I've been hafting to have towards my two favorite quarterbacks. I didn't put Josh's numbers up there because I feel like I, I should have, and I probably can real quick. But his interceptions are going to be through the roof, mm-hmm. and, I, and now I have to do it. Oh, my God, this new setup is fucking awesome. But for everybody that's given me shit for liking Justin Herbert, that wants to turn around and fucking tell me Trevor Lawrence is a good quarterback, the guy's not. If you're going to sit here and make me eat crow, that I thought that Justin... Where was Trevor Lawrence's it game? Where Where's no, his I, big win? I agree. He I'm, hasn't fucking had one. Okay, he's got a playoff win mm-hmm. to get into Kansas City. Yeah, I agree. Uh, where the fuck... No. Trevor Lawrence isn't any good. It, if we're going to sit here and say Josh Allen's no good, Justin Herbert's no good, they're just guys, uh, then the only people that aren't just guys is Patrick Mahomes. And the way he's been playing, I get he's had a lot of fucking games or a lot of drops this year. He also threw a really bad interception in the end zone. He last did. Night. Like, no. Yeah, and- then, then we're. I, I watched that Jaguars game and said, how the fuck could this be everybody's goddamn lord and savior? I didn't like him coming out of college. I still don't like it. And I'm starting to see a, a trend with those COVID quarterbacks. They fucking suck. Trey, Mac, Trevor, Zach, and then some other dude in like the seventh round. Sixth round, maybe. I don't know. It, it was a while. It was a while. Those cord- COVID quarterbacks aren't good. Think- Trevor's nonchalant fucking... Like, he has no... Fi- At least Justin Herbert on the sideline will get a little bit of fire underneath him. He, he's ice cold, but he's just ice cold. He's not Joe Burrow cold. Joe Burrow's hurt. A lot. A lot. Granted... The, the appalling stat that I saw from the weekend was sacks through the first four years between him and Luck. Did you see that one? Um, I probably did. Damn it, I just so this through up. the first four seasons of their career, Andrew Luck was sacked 141 times. Somebody that we to this day we remember where where we were when he retired. And said, oh my god, they need to get him help. Do you know how many times Joe Burrow's been sacked in the last four years? I, I, uh, a metric fuck ton. 158. Um, here's Josh Allen's stats since I, I wanted to bring him up. Okay. I'm taking him over everybody right now. So based off those fucking stat lines, 49 games played since 2021, mm-hmm. week one. Uh, 65% completion rating. About average. 105 touchdowns, 44 interceptions in that same span. Uh, and I mean, I mean, you can argue. I mean, 2021 Josh Allen was an absolute MVP level candidate. 2022, not as much, but still had good time. This year's Josh has been probably the worst iteration since his second year. I, I agree. Um, 
but I the the noise I think has impacted the Bills a lot. It has. But I I hate saying this. There's a lot more Dax in the league. Yes. Than just at the Cowboys. Yeah. Now I'll take that. There's talented Dak Prescotts all over the Brock Purdy, Trevor fucking Lawrence, Justin fucking Herbert. I can still call Justin Herbert one of my favorite quarterbacks. Because unlike Trevor, I am now sick and tired of hearing how good he is because he's not. He's fucking average at best. At fucking best. He hasn't been good at all this year. He hasn't been good at all. He had flashes last year. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what other quarterbacks have had flashes and then fizzled out? Most of them. Geno fucking Smith is the first one that comes to mind. Baker Mayfield, who was on that list. Mac Jones has never had a flash in his life, and he's still putting up. If he had the same number of games, he'd have a few less. He got arrested. What do you mean he's never had a flash? Oh, not red and white flashing lights. I like that one. No, Like, we're going to sit here and nitpick everybody because they're not fucking Patrick Mahomes fine. I get it, but I I also don't want to be hearing any fucking praise for half these guys. Then no. that, that that's what it boils down to. If I can't like a guy for what he does good, and I I watch Justin Herbert and I see a lot of shit that he's a gunslinger. He's fun to watch. I'm not saying he's not fun to watch. Like no, I I know you're not, but I I've heard so much hate against Josh Allen or Justin Herbert. Or I'll throw my guy in there, Brock Purdy. Oh, they they have to require this, this, and this. And then you get fucking Dak Prescott. Oh, we got to make excuses as to why he's great. Or Trevor Lawrence. Oh, he Nick Wright calls him the prince. Everybody's like, that is the best talent we've ever seen since Peyton Manning or Andrew Luck. Where? Where the fuck is that on the field? Give me Dak. Dak's baseline is shit. But his greatness is great. Trevor's baseline is is Mac Jones. And he doesn't stray from it. At least Justin Herbert. Fuck. He might not have done everything in his power to win. Or had. The, I, like, I watched that game. Was, I, I still look at that defense and go, how the fuck are you giving up 23? Uh, no, th- that defense is absolutely. And then you you set the ball in your wide receiver's hands. The second AFC, quarterback, uh, AFC West quarterback to do that. The, I guess the first of two. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm no. Fuck you. You cannot have these expectations for a quarterback. No, no. If Justin Herbert shit, Trevor Lawrence is shit. Mac Jones has been shit. Baker <laughs> so Mayfield. Mac, Mac, Mac Jones and Baker are probably not players to play. Baker and. But I I looked at those four and I go that's halfway identical. I mean, give or take a couple touchdowns a game or what. Any quarterback can go off for six or seven touchdowns in a game. Not every fucking week. We've seen it happen a few times. Patrick Mahomes does it a lot. I I get it. He's God-tier quarterback. We've never seen anything like that before. All right. Well, here. I'm going to really mix it up. You know who else is reading the same fucking book right now? Patrick fucking Mahomes. This year he is. Like, like th- this year, Patrick Mahomes is not in the MVP conversation. Granted, as far as I'm concerned, the MVP conversation's over. Fucking CJ Stroud. Absolutely. Every day of but the week. Right now, Patrick Mahomes hasn't been great. He, he, You aren't seeing what has been 
the Patrick Mahomes story to this point. And give Patrick credit. He hasn't thrown those damn receivers under the bus once this season. No. The, the, the throw hell, to MVS. How the hell can you come out in your press conference and say, I should have thrown it a little oh, shorter? Sure. Where? Fucking where? Whoa. You have a fucking howitzer. And you 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 laid it. You, you didn't overthrow a guy not named Tyreek Hill. Like, what? I, I want to hug the guy. Dude, he is... He broke out. What was that? In the middle of the third quarter, he was get he was getting sacked, and he just he just kind of lofts one up for Travis, and he overthrows Travis. Mm-hmm. And all I could think, and this is how crazy it's gotten, all I could think was, "What the fuck, Pat? You you make that throw? Not how the fuck did he? Obviously, how, how was it a play? How was it a play? Right? And Travis, I, I feel like this might be the last season for Travis." Um, um, did you see the report that came out pregame? And we'll we'll the, touch yeah. back on this. Okay. Yeah. Um, so let, let's get let's get through some games here before we bog down there. Um, but yeah. Anyhow, fuck the Chargers. That's moral of the story. Yeah. Uh, Houston twenty one sixteen over Arizona. I said it last week Arizona with Kyler is kind of fun. I'm not saying they're good. They're kind of fun. Um, but CJ Stroud probably one of his worst games as a pro at least since week one. Um, yep. Uh, Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. Sorry, the Jacksonville Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence blew out a bad team in Tennessee. <laughs> I'll reiterate this later, but somehow Tennessee's favored against Atlanta this week. Um, but yeah, Jacksonville. Like as I said earlier in the in the pod in the uh, fantasy league, the first week that Calvin Ridley and Trevor Lawrence do anything, great, cool, nah. Miami squeaking one out against the Raiders. The Raiders are a fucking problem, and I don't want to play them this week. The Raiders are a problem. This was as much as a young Aiden O'Connell having a little bit of a, a, a rookie game as it was the Dolphins not being as good as everybody wants to say they are. The, the Dolphins' key flaw is physicality. The difference is, in this game... Jalen Ramsey's back, and that's yeah. that's a problem Jaylen for everybody. Jalen looks great. Yeah, no, Jalen um, looks great. The offense seems to that offense struggles when you get physical, and I mean that's always kind of been with Tyreek. Right. They you, start you out get, hot because they're so fast. You, you get start a couple, wearing them down. You start beating them up a little bit. Crossing routes, and you get a couple of hit sticks on them. They're they slow up. They they pull up a little bit. Yeah, um, but. Dude, the Raiders right now are a fighting team. Um, that team is after it. That team is playing hard. They, <laughs> it's weird. There's, I'm, I'm glad we're done playing one of them. There's two massive problems in the AFC West right now. It's the Raiders and the Broncos. I'm not calling the Broncos a problem yet. I am. I, I, I don't think that offense. They're the exact same team as the Browns. Okay, I I can take that. I can take that. Uh, I don't have trust that that defense is going to continue doing what it's doing. It's weird to me that that defense was the worst in the league and then just one week goes, oh, football. 
we know what we're doing now. Say so they flipped. I think it was they flipped two corners, a one linebacker, and a defensive lineman. Basically, they were like, y'all suck, get out. Y'all barely got drafted. Get in there. And they're like, hey, we're good at this. And that team, except right now, that team is that is the exact same team as the 7-3 and three Browns. The exact same team. It's got an offense that you think you might have to worry about every now and again. I mean, Russell Wilson's deep ball is almost back, and he seems to be running around. And Cortland Sutton is a fucking dude. Oh, Cortland um, Sutton's been a dude. I know. I know. You and I, we've had this conversation, but everybody coming out going, Cortland Sutton might be something. Where the fuck have you been yeah, for the Cortland last Sutton's five years? Cortland been something. He's, that dude's an, <laughs> if he played for a team that wasn't Denver, dude probably has an all-pro. Yeah, exactly. I he needs out is what he needs. That would have been nice for Kansas City. You'll get him anyhow. Um, Washington getting upset by the Giants. I hate Washington so much. <laughs> Why'd they do this to me? <laughs> we, we, it's Washington. It's Washington. It's it's watching them lose. God damn it. Um, yeah, I don't. Didn't watch much of the game. Didn't I, want I to. I didn't either, but. Tommy DeVito does have more multi-passing, multiple, uh, does have more three-game, three-touching, touchdown-passing. Holy shit. Would you like to try again? No. Okay. Tommy DeVito's better than Danny Dimes. That's where I'm going. That's where I'm staying. Uh, Washington does become... I'm pretty sure that bobblehead right there might be better than Danny Dimes. Are you pointing at the phone? No, no, the actual bobblehead. Oh, I was going to use I was like, the phone's not a bobblehead. It looks like one, but it's not one. Oh, God. Uh, shit, who is this? I don't remember now. Royal Skipper. Isn't it, isn't it written on there somewhere? It is. It's his signature. But I'll fucking read it. I was taught English in America, okay? I can't read cursive. That's fair. That's fair. Um... I, I did like the stat that was put out that Washington has become the first quarter, the first team to lose to a quarterback <laughs> yes! whose mom still makes his bed and he cooks his chicken cutlets. But more important than that, Deontay Banks absolutely roasting the entire organization because they drafted Emmanuel Forbes at 16 over him and he's like, now I'm 2-0 against you. And Deontay Banks looks like an absolute stud at the cornerback position. Yeah, he does. Um, he looks I terrifying. I don't know what they're putting in the water for these fucking defensive backs that are coming out of college right now. Dude, lockdown. shit. There How are many so lockdown many corners? Young corners in the league. It's dumb. Uh, San Francisco beating Tampa Bay. Um, was there? Did you take any significant notes out of that game? Um, Talano Hufunga goes down well, with an ACL. Um, the biggest notes that I took out of that, and I actually did uh, take quite a few. Um, quit fucking blitzing on third fucking down. I, I keep hearing things that the 49ers secondary is, is uh, susceptible to getting passed on. It's not. 
It's not when you drop your guys into coverage. We had this discussion last week. It was funny. You, you text me because I didn't get to see the first drive of the game. He said, it's funny when you have four down linemen that get to go rush the passer. And it seemed like every time they took four down linemen to go rush the passer this week, something good happened. And every time they put fucking uh, Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw on the line of scrimmage and didn't drop them into coverage, they got fucking thrown all over. I don't know what else to say. It's not that hard. It's not hard to call this defense. Charvarius Ward does great in man coverage. Tell him. We did it with Rich on the quarter. You're really good at zone. Just play zone. The other side will play man if we need to. Just play zone. And he said, okay. And then you drop your line back. You have one guy that runs side to side and one guy that spies the quarterback like nobody's business. And if the quarterback's not a threat... He looks at the football. That's all he watches. He just watches the football. The little brown thing that they try and grab, he he, he watches that really well. And you have one guy that's a psychopath that gets tries to get thrown out of every game wearing number 57 who hits anything that might be around the football. Let him run sideline to sideline. Quit blitzing on third downs. Quit. For fuck's sake. It's not hard. So you guys are going to get Shaq Leonard, aren't you? God damn it, I hope so. I can feel it. I'm not happy about that. But, but as soon as I, as soon as the shocking release yeah. of Shaq Leonard, I was like, well, that's weird. And immediately, just back of the head, like, congratulations, you're a 49er. Like, I was like. That's assuming he clears waivers. Which, you have to think if they cut him, they tried to trade him. Right. Um, I think the waiver claim comes with $6.5 million tag on it for the remainder of the year. Oh, God. I don't know if somebody claims him, but... Now that you say that, because I forgot about the the money on the waiver claim deal, um, the Niners cleared up $40 million at the beginning of the season. That that's their Sam linebacker. I fucking hate this game. You ever play the Madden franchise and turn salary cap off? I didn't turn salary cap off and had Luke Keekley and Shaq Leonard as my linebackers one year. Uh, fucking hell. In case you God. wonder how bad I am at defense on Madden. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a pretty good fucking indicator. No, that that was my biggest takeaway. The offense did what they needed to do. The offense looked good. Um, I'm telling you right now, as good as Debo looked, damn it, Brock really likes having his left tackle there. Um, and number 11's really good. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, it was just announced the four-game suspension on Kareem Jackson has been upheld. Um, not surprised. The guys tried to take people's head off every single yeah, game, and, and you can't you can't make that play in your first game back from a two game suspension that was reduced from a four game suspension, and not expect a four game suspension, right? right? 
Like, yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah, it's it's bad. Um, but, yeah, Brock Purdy's deep ball down the sideline to Brandon Ayuk, just fucking gorgeous. Um, CMC kind of got it going. No, I, I was incredibly happy with the way my team played. Uh, they've got a tough three-game stretch. Seahawks, Eagles, Seahawks. That's fucking rough. Divisional opponent, best in the league. And divisional opponent, I, I do feel the Niners and Eagles match up very well. I don't think either the, one of them matches up well with the Lions right now. But And, and I'm playing playing Seattle twice in three weeks. That that's I a, don't want to be that guy. Gino went down. If they can take him out early, then obviously they've got a good shot. Yeah. I mean, but if, if that team's some semblance of healthy, playing the same team twice in three weeks is fucking tough. Especially the division. Your biggest division rival. Yeah. I, I could see them going down in one of those games. Uh, if they split home games, I wouldn't be surprised, which would mean a loss on Thanksgiving night, which would put a damper to my mood. Um, but so far, I like what I've seen out of San Francisco. Uh, Buffalo versus the Jets. The Oof. Jets' defense is really fucking good. I want to preface this with that. The Buffalo Bills' offense for a game, and this has been their story for two years now, if they can keep it up. So we're about to find out how much of it was offensive coordinator. Yeah. If they do if they do this for four weeks in a row before they have a dip, because that that's Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen is three to four games before falling off of his cliff, and he's usually right back up. Now wait a minute, this is this is my thing. That's that's how I call the Bills. What what are you what are you doing here? I jumped on that early in the season. Where have you been? Um, but Buffalo just coming out and throttling. Uh, their defense, obviously, the Jets' offense is just. Um, yeah, I can't find it. I can't find the word I'm looking for. Well, when your first when when your starting quarterback ends the game as your third string quarterback, not because of injury. I I think. I, th- I think the Zach Wilson experiment's probably over now. I, I think. Um, granted, turning to a guy that went three seasons in college, um, and had one touchdown and 13 interceptions, seems like a weird turn, but he's friends with Rodgers. Um, the Jets are in trouble. Jets they, are very they much needed in that trouble. win. Um, I just don't know. I don't know if the Jets... I said I thought that team needed to stay 500. They're not two games under. I think that team had to have that win. I, I think that compromises some of the plans. But Buffalo, man, we're gonna find out. That offense looked really good. That offense well, was fun. They ran. They the ran fo- the, the football. Th- it wasn't. There's some things that just work in the NFL. When you're able to run the football and play sound defense, not perfect, not great, just sound defense, 
You set yourself up to win football games. Now, you win football games by being able to throw the ball off of your run game. Look what fucking happened. It's so crazy. You have a talent that's a little shaky at times in Josh Allen. That sometimes You just got to reel him in. Brian DeBull was really good at going, hey, hey, big guy. Hey, big guy. Hey, 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 sit down, Lenny. Sit down. Sit down, Lenny. How about we gently pet the rabbits? Gently. And he goes, okay. And then throws for like 900 yards and a half. There are way too many insinuations about the chromosome count for Josh Allen in this podcast. I love that guy. I know if we were to ever meet, and he, if he heard a single episode, he'd kick the shit out of me, but I want to meet him so bad. Oh, God. That is one of my favorite. That is my favorite player in the league right now. I love that guy so much. Just, there's, oh, God. And I mean, it's not like I'm without fault. Um, I I have compared him to a laundry detergent a few times. Um, if you were to tell me him and Shane Gillis were brothers, I'd probably believe you. <laughs> it lift him. Got <laughs> him a little bit. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, oh no. Oh, man. That's it. That's how we get canceled. Um, good God. We've got, we got to get through these. Um, Seattle with the heartbreaker uh, to the Rams. Jason Myers not doing any favors for me in the two fantasy leagues that I have him in by missing game-winning field goals. For the second time this season. Jason Myers, you're a good kicker. I say that with confidence. What the fuck? In L.A., you escaped. <laughs> oh, God, God, yeah. <laughs> this, um, this wasn't going to be a game, and then you knocked Geno out, and Drew Locke came in <laughs> and looked like Zach Wilson. So they sent injured Gino back out for the last drive of the game, and he took him down the field. Got him in field goal range. And then Jason Myers missed the kick. Oh, damn it. I didn't get to hear if Nick Wright blamed that loss on on uh, Gino or or not. I am. Because – Obviously, I don't listen. Well, I, I know, but when Brock was able to lead a, a fourth-quarter – drive and his kicker missed it was brock's fault even though he had the drive he just played shitty that game i thought that's what you wanted when you play bad you want a quarterback to drive him down like gino didn't have a great game and then obviously it got magnified because his backup was like (laughs) zach wilson who and then he's like fuck it throw me out there i can save this And, and, and your kicker lets you down it happens in the game, but uh, I just want to know. Is it Geno's fault or not? Like, do we blame missed field goals on games that you should have won on the quarterback still or or not? Oh. 
Now get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars. So I'm going to say no. Okay. Uh, Minnesota with a heartbreaker to Denver. I don't want to say Denver's figured it out. I believe there's still holes. I believe there's still problems with that team. But that defense, since the game, since the first game against the Chiefs, because that defense was great that game too. That's the number one defense in football right now. Um, they're they're playing like it. They're playing hungry. They're playing fast. That offense is doing enough. I mean, they've won four in a row. Somehow, some way, Russ is playing well enough. I through the first six weeks, I thought we had seen enough, but I don't know. That team's fucking weird. They've beat Minnesota, a team that we think is a playoff contender. They've beaten Buffalo. A team that now, I think, now that they're back in the playoffs, will be a contender. Although, I, I still don't think Buffalo's going to do anything significant this season. No, I don't think so. They've beaten the Chiefs, who I believe can still make the AFC Championship game. But this plethora of problems they have is going to bite them in the ass at some point. It's, it's just, I don't see Kansas City making it to the Super Bowl or winning it right now, which sucks, but it's fine. Um, but Denver is beating, I mean, they, they have more wins against teams with winning records than the Cowboys or the Dolphins. That's a stat. Holy shit, that I didn't know. I still don't trust them. Um, I don't. It's hard to trust them with as shit as they've been, the garbage franchise that they've been for the last three years, the terrible team they've been for the two years with Russell Wilson. It's hard to trust them. Yeah, I, I can't. I guess I can't say with that stat. Um, I'd like to see them play some win teams with winning records. I, I just say three of the last four weeks they because they're beat. more or less playing like they've got nothing to lose. Which, in a sense, is true. And that, that makes a team dangerous. But desperation also can cause issues. Uh, it it feels I, like they're playing for their jobs. I don't see of, desperation at this point. Th- this week against the, of, against the Vikings, that team played like a team. I didn't see desperation on that. That, that team went out fully loaded. Granted... They did. They didn't stomp anybody. They that team's not going to blow people out. That team's not going to, you know, outside of Kansas City, absolutely just decimate everything you do well. That's pro- that's not what that team's going to do. Right. But I I stand by that team is the exact same, and at, and right now, I would say that team is better to win football games any way possible than the Browns are right now. Yeah, I, and I I guess I can agree with that. And and part but. of that, I, I've i got to see it from DTR. Because I think DTR could be a good quarterback in this league. I just don't think it's going to be rookie year DTR that's, no. great, that's good in this league. No, th- that he's going to need a couple years to develop. Nobody wants to wait to develop a quarterback anymore, which really sucks. Yeah. 
like I hope Washington continues. I feel like they've got something good with Sam Howell. He had a bad game this week. He's played less games than Brock Purdy. And he's the most sacked quarterback in the league. And uh, let's just see. I've got his. I've still got quarterback numbers up. He's got a sixty-six point seven percent completion percentage. Uh, he's got three thousand thirty-eight passing yards. So he's ahead of C.J. Stroud by about fifty. Nope. Uh, sorry, seventy. Uh, Seventy-six to be exact. The league leaders in passing yards are Sam Howell and C.J. Stroud. I know. Um, he's averaging 275 passing yards per game, um, 18 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. And it's hard to believe he's doing all that while not feeding Terry McLaurin for shit. Like, I don't know if Terry McLaurin slept with his mom or what. Like, he had to have kissed his sister or something. He's doing that with 51 sacks. The next highest sacked quarterback in the league is Zach Wilson. Want to know who number three is? Russell Wilson. I gave you a hint with number three. With 32. So Zach Wilson has 38, has been sacked 38 times. 17 less. It's a second Just half less a game. Fucking nuts. I'm, I'm just looking at some of these sack rates here. I, I'm just. Uh, uh, and yes. CJ Stroud's been sacked 22 times. My God. Oh, Josh, you got to answer for that one. Josh has been sacked 14, which looks like. Nope, not quite the lowest in the league. Patrick's got 13. Pat, the least sacked quarterback in the league? Probably. Oof. Oof. Big oof. Yep. And Josh has 12 interceptions, and Patrick Mahomes has nine. nine. I mean, the interceptions are up across the board. like Way I'm, up. I mean, what was it, two years ago? There were like three quarterbacks with less than six interceptions? Yeah. Um, no, I mean, the, the quarterbacks are throwing the ball. The, it, it is up a across the board but i'm just looking at some of these other numbers that this i'm gonna have to when we get your computer set up in here i'm gonna have to get you set up on this uh this stat site this is pretty sweet it's pickwatch.com nfl pickwatch really good uh stats and stuff and it looks like you can make your picks on there so i won't have to use my phone heck yeah so that's sweet i know we're getting a little off track guys everything's new we're, we're still trying to figure it out. Ryan has new toys. It's Christmas around here. He's going to be a little child. Um, so excited. But that gets us to Monday night. Oh, boy, howdy. Monday. Um, do you want me to start, or do you want to start, and I can I can round this off? and I'll go. Um, blame the drops. Blame the play calling. However you want to phrase it. Travis Kelsey, his fucking once-a-year fumble at most awful time happened 
at a really bad time because as soon as they got to that fourth and one, I was like, go for it. Shockingly, they ran the ball up the middle with Isaiah Pacheco and got the first down. It's weird on and short. You can give the ball to the most reckless running back I've ever seen. He runs like he's built like Jerome Bettis. He runs like he's mad at his feet for touching the ground. You're, I like that one better. Like, <laughs> have you, did you see the picture that was going around where there's the two dented the, doors? Yeah, the two and it was emergency like, what happened, in the, what happened in this picture? <laughs> Isaiah Pacheco ran for five yards. Yes. Like, I've said it before, the, the meme of the, I, whatever, when they say a running back has no wasted movement, Isaiah Pacheco is the exact opposite of that. The the dude runs all over the place. He's always doing something. He stomps like a motherfucker when he runs. Give the dude the ball. And it's weird. The Chiefs moved the ball in the first half. They gave him the ball. They didn't move the ball in the second half. They didn't give him the ball. Weird dink. Hmm. Rasheed Rice had a really good first half. Received exactly zero targets in the second half. Again, Patrick Mahomes on a what should be fairly routine throw to the back line in the end zone. Underthrows Christian, or not Christian, Jesus Christ, I do that every time. Justin (laughs) Watson by like, I don't know, six yards, throws a pick in the end zone. Andy Reid has to be accountable for some of this. This team has scored, I'll say it again, exactly zero points in a calendar month in the second half of football games. I get it, the bye week's in there. That kind of extrapolates things. So I'll break it down further. This season, this team, led by that head coach, led by that quarterback, led by that tight end. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer, maybe the greatest we've ever seen, is averaging 5.3 points in the second half of football games. The greatest quarterback I've ever seen on my team. One of the greatest talents I've ever seen at the position. With one of the greatest talents we've ever seen at the tight end position with the head coach that may be the, one of the greatest offensive minds in all of football, is averaging less than two field goals in the second half of football games. They have 53 points scored in the second half of football games. Clearly, something's wrong. And if you're not willing to acknowledge something's wrong, something's wrong with you. I thought you were going to say your name might be Nick Wright. I feel like I said it. If I I don't know how you watch what Kansas City's doing right now with any level of confidence down the road. Because this team has always been good at one thing. Whether their defense sucked whether their offense just never seemed to get going quite right, they were always good at doing one thing. 
when they had to go down the field and score to win the football game. They went down the field and scored and won the football game. Because I'll admit, whenever they went forward on fourth and one, I was like, absolutely, you don't kick the field goal, that only puts you up six. I was pretty confident Philly was going to score one more time. Mm-hmm. I thought you had to have the touchdown there. Travis fumbles. I, Granted, don't get me wrong. This doesn't go without blame to Justin Watson dropping the ball. To MVS. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes has not thrown the ball deep well this year. No, he hasn't. At all. One of the best throws he makes of the season. You fucking drop it. This team has 26 drops. Remember that one time when I was like, hey, you guys should go get a number one wide receiver before the season? And then they offered uh, DeAndre Hopkins $4 million, and he laughed at them and went to Tennessee? You remember that one time at the trade deadline when I was like, you have to go get a number one wide receiver? And they got McCole Hardman? Remember those times when I was like, this team has to have some kind of wide receiver identity because I'll stand by it, be it albeit the drops last night. He made a couple of really big plays. The best wide receiver on this team is Justin Watson. The only guy that Patrick Mahomes trusts on third down. That's not Travis Kelsey, who gets bracketed like a motherfucker because everybody knows that there's not a single thing another receiver on that team's going to do is Justin Watson. You've got a second you got a second round pick vested in McCole Hardman, technically. You've got a second round pick vested in Sky Moore. You've got a second round pick vested in uh Rasheed Rice, and you have a third round pick vested in Kadarius Tony. Rasheed Rice is the best receiver you've got. Okay. You you, you confused me cuz you just said Justin Watson. He's the best receiver that's Getting the ball, but Rasheed in the second half, whenever it okay. matters, it, when it ma- okay, I there's only that. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I didn't really phrase it that well, but right now the way it's portrayed, let me, I'll put it that way: the way it's portrayed by this offense, the best wide receiver on your roster, as far as you're concerned, is Justin Watson, and right now on third down, late in the game, he is, but that's because. They forget Rasheed Rice is a football player. Like, the most talented receiver you have is Rasheed Rice. How long have I been saying that they need to get Rice the ball? I feel like it was like week four or five. I go, they got something. Start force-feeding him the ball. He he struggled with a couple of drops in a couple of games. Not as bad as what you've seen. He he dropped early in the season. He he had some drops. Absolutely. But – Dude, the guy's electric when you put the ball. In. It seems like you get he wears number four, right? Yep. That, that's what I thought because I thought I look at the at it and I go, that's a weird number for a wide receiver. It is. But I was like, get the ball to number ten and number four. Take that pre- pressure off of eighty seven. If you give the ball to ten and four, eighty seven becomes an option. Whenever you're trying to force feed the ball to eighty seven, to eighty seven, he's not there, and it's a um. Travis went from like twenty six to forty six this off season. Um, he's feeling it. The dude's thirty four years old. He's had ten surgeries. 
Th- th- was this morning or last night that the report came out that he he's feeling it? It, it. it was Mon- It was right before the game Monday. Was it? It, it, came, it came out like five thirty Monday. I thought I was, seen it yesterday before the game. Was, yeah, is that he is contemplating retirement and he I should don't want to. Yeah, absolutely. Especially the way he's playing this year. I mean, I, he is. It's not the Travis he, Kelsey. He's a shell. Like, yes, he has been a shell of himself this year. And I know the knee injury to start the season was a big deal. It was a lot bigger than we were led on to believe. But he he has been the offense for this is how many years? Tyreek's been gone for two, right? This yep. is the second year. Mm-hmm. So he was the offense last year. And honestly, even with uh, Alex Smith, he was the offense before Tyreek got there. Even with Tyreek. He was the offense. He he was the focal point of the offense and has been for ten years. And that's how you give it, me ten years of a tight end playing at the level he has. It the dude, uncanny. The dude's one of the best tight ends in NFL history. One of if, the best. If and, you want to argue that he is the best, right. I'm here for it. I will absolutely have that conversation. I believe he is top two. Yes. And I honestly think he's. He's not as dominant as Gronk was. I, and, and I think that's where the contradiction's going to come, is who who was whoever it's better between him and Gronk. Gronk's got the touchdowns, man. Okay, great. Travis Kelsey has put up eight consecutive 1,000-yard seasons. The, I, I'm going to—and, of course, I'm going to argue my guy. Like You, that, you have to— I, that that's that's how fandom works. That's yes. how this game works. <laughs> that's, that's why we we got into this. This uh, yeah. this is how we ended up loving everything about this. But I don't want to see Travis Kelsey as Zach Ertz on the Cardinals. Yes, that I don't. No, you you go out if if this year isn't if this year is the same from from henceforward. As it has been to this point, please. Three weeks after the season, four weeks after the season, whenever you get to the point where you're comfortable making your decision, go on your podcast, and you and your brother. They're going to go out at the same time. Say hand in hand, say thank you to the NFL, how much you look forward to still doing this podcast, how much you look forward to, to... However you go forward, go out at the same time. You you two have been— I feel like it's going to happen. And to highlight what you've said as well as to not necessarily add on, but essentially to add on, he hasn't—I can't say he hasn't been playing well. The dude's been getting smoked at the line of scrimmage because you have to. He's a threat over the middle of the field. He's a tight end. He's a big body guy. You gotta hit him. So they're hitting him over the middle. He's had ten surgeries, knee injury at the beginning of the season. He's getting no help from anybody, especially play calling. I feel like Matt Nagy uh, isn't getting talked out talked about enough there in Kansas City um, with the play calling because it's get it to get it to the middle. Your first read is Travis. Remember when Travis was the second read, and you you usually got to the second read because four guys were over the top because of Tyreek. You don't have that anymore, so the second read is open underneath. 
Like, that that was how the offense had to run, which was fine. Uh, fortunate enough on my offense that you you can't choose a guy to bracket or to cover. They're all open. Yeah, I mean, it's, but, it's the joy of having an offense that's been put together. Through the draft. Through the draft and, and has multiple weapons that you haven't missed on. And I'll just... And that, that's the other part. Brett Veach has done a lot of good work. He's kind of like Bill Belichick and can't seem to draft a wide... He'll hit on one every once in a while. And for some reason, just either can't develop them or can't pick them. It's one of the two. And the other thing that makes me think this is it. I don't know if you've been watching TV or listening to radio recently. You know what voice I continue to hear? Travis Kelsey's. I see him on the TV all the time, not not in a football uniform, State Farm commercials. He's with the Pfizer now. Uh, all over the place. I heard another random ad today while listening to Fox Sports Radio that he was on. I was like, what the hell is he? I can't, don't remember what it was, but I was like, that's Travis Kelsey. He's getting all these endorsements. It's what players do when they're yeah at the end of their career. And part of it is his podcast. Part of it's his podcast. His his voice has become synonymous with football. So he was never going to be hurting for money, but now he's got avenues. And he was able to focus so much on football before. He's, what, 10 years in now? He was dra- yeah, he was drafted in 2013. He's 10 years in. He'll be, yeah, so drafted in 13, so the 13-14 fu- season. Yeah, so it'll be his 10th season. Um, uh, I, I just, when you're so tight end. is 11th season, actually. Or, okay, 11th, that makes sense. Um, when the entire offense is predicated around you, your career is shortened, and the fact that it's been this long is incredible. That and this is why George might be able to, my guy might be able to play a little bit longer because they've. Oh, his running style says otherwise, but he's done a lot better his, this year. And his injury count suggests otherwise. But trying to minimalize, and we're just going to use you as a weapon. Yeah, whenever your tight end gets to be a tight end. Yes. And, and if and if Travis Kelsey had, I don't know, let's throw two random names at the wall. I know I've done this before. Let's go uh, Terry McLaurin and Deontay Johnson. Guys that were drafted after wide receivers were picked by the Kansas City Chiefs, just in case you haven't picked up on this game. Yeah, maybe your tight end gets to be a tight end, and he's still effective. But for me, the telling stat isn't, isn't the receptions. It really isn't even the yards. For me, it's the average. Because do you know how consistent Travis Kelsey has been the last 10 years? Uh, You said it. Eight 1,000-yard. Okay. Hold on. I'm I'm going to go just a, a touch more statistical here on this. 2014, his first season playing as a Chief because he was injured his rookie season. He averaged 12.9 yards per catch. 2015, 12.2. 16, 13.2. 17, 12.5. 18, 13.0. 19, 
12 7. 2020, his best season, 13 5. 2021, 12 2. 2022, 12 2. This year, he has 64 catches for 641 yards. I was no math major. Engineering major, maybe, but I was no math major. That's 10 yards a catch. Which, again, in the NFL, it's pretty fucking good. I don't want to see Travis Kelsey as a 50-catch, as a 500-yard guy. If he's not going to be Travis, don't be Travis. You've got life ahead of you. You've got bright. You're, you're going to walk out of football, and you're going to have the option of what to do, whatever the fuck you want to do. Whether it's broadcasting, whether it's television, whether it's radio, whether it's your podcast that you and Jason are going to be able to make money on for a long time if you choose to stay doing it. Or you say, fuck it, you hop on a plane, and you go follow Taylor around. Whatever you want to do, the, the world is your oyster, but we don't want to see you as the average tight end. Go out while you're still one of the greatest of all time. Because, yes, it hurts Pat. It hurts the Chiefs to not have that option on offense. Absolutely. Sometimes you got to grow up. Sometimes the only way you get better is because you have to. Kansas City has to hit on a tight end. I said it last year Remember, they drafted Felix. I would have rather seen you draft Sam Laporta, who I don't know if anybody's paid attention, is fucking Travis Kelsey. Dude, so good. Could you imagine if how much this offense would look better if they had Sam Laporta? Granted, it's Kansas City. They wouldn't fucking use him. But you have... I like Noah Gray. Noah Gray is not the face of the tight end position. Sam Laporta is. This team has to get better on offense. They have to start hitting on weapons. Name a a high-level draft pick that they've hit on the last four years. You've listed every fucking one of them. The most important, the most impactful player that they've drafted in the last four seasons for an offensive weapon was a seventh-round running back. That is the only significant addition they've made through the draft when it comes to the weapons on the offensive side of the ball is Isaiah Pacheco. Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, been a bust. McCole Hardman, bust. Sky Moore, bust. Rasheed Rice, I'm not labeling as a bust. I'm not. I think that kid's, they, a, that kid's a hell of a talent. They have got to feed him the they've ball. They've got to get him the ball. If you got to force feed the guy, just do it. I, I that there's not. I, I've been on that for. There's so not long an now. argument that exists that Justin Watson deserves eleven targets, and Rasheed Rice doesn't. I I genuinely believe that is your best wide receiver, but you have showed me time and time and time and time and time and time and time again that your best receiver is Justin Watson. The team's best receiver is Justin Watson. 
when everybody at home sitting on their fucking couch can tell you it's Rasheed Rice. I wasn't happy when the Chiefs brought Matt Nagy back. You weren't. No, I remember that. I Something needs to change on the offensive side of the ball. This team went from a juggernaut on offense to inept. This team has some of the greatest abilities in all of football. And now you, it has a defense that can back and it now, up. And now you have a Super Bowl caliber defense. Not a good defense. Not a really good defense. You have a defense that can lead this team to a Super Bowl. And your offense scores 5.3 points per game. Carolina, and just as a sticking point here, in the last four weeks where you scored a whopping zero, Carolina has 29. That's over half of what you have for the season. Yes, the drops are a problem in Kansas City. The wide receivers are a problem in Kansas City. Your offensive play calling is a problem in Kansas City. Very much so. I I couldn't agree more. Um, Boy, week 11 was a doozy. I'm glad it's over. I'm not. Now I've got the Raiders again. Yeah, and I'm I'm staring down the barrel of what obviously my rivalry, but what I consider to be one of the best rivalries in, in the foot in football right now. Seahawks Niners. I mean, for the last decade, that has been. You might have two or three years in there where it goes one way or another, but that is a knockdown, drag out fight. How many times in the has it come down to week seventeen or week eighteen? Final play of the game. Oh, God, so many. Like three in a row, and then so. they meet again in the playoffs. Yep. You can't ask for a better rivalry if you're a football fan. We're going to get to see more of that Thursday night. Obviously, we'll pick uh, our games in the next episode. But, guys, week 11's in the books. It was a rough one for Austin. I had a pretty good weekend. I mean, I honestly didn't have a bad week. I'm, well, this game went the way it didn't oh, go. We didn't the even way. talk about the Eagles. Um, real quick, uh, not much to say. Not the best team in the NFC. No, I mean that team. Uh, that team. Granted, Kansas City's defense, being what we've talked about, is damn good. Philadelphia's defense is. Good. They're good. They're that's good. A, that's an above average to damn near great defense. Yeah, that that's a good defense. That offense should be good. I haven't seen that offense do anything that makes me go. That's a Super Bowl winning team. The only thing that terrifies you is if it's more than third and four. Yeah, or fourth I mean, and four, for I that mean, matter. If you can, <laughs> if you can keep them away from first and or from goal. From the one, that team's beatable. Uh, I mean, Jalen Hurts is. I mean, he's he's not playing his best football. 
excuse me. Um, he's been he's, sacked twenty-seven times. So I think he's that off that offensive line. Nine interceptions. Yep, fifteen to nine. Um, By the way, Jordan Love is sixteen and ten. Just in case we needed some uh, some context. Context there. Yeah, I. It, it's not. Granted, it, Jalen also doesn't have to throw the ball in the red zone. So it's a well-rounded team, right? That, that that is a playoff team. That team deserves that that team. If that team's in the NFC Championship not, game, not surprised at all. No, I mean they're a nine and one football team. I mean we we talk about it. They've gotten away a lot. That there's two wins or yeah, two wins that they have. They shouldn't have against the Washington. Washington, right? Yeah. Uh, that's two there. Uh, last night looked like the Niners Chiefs Super Bowl where one team was in, in control for all of it and then just let it slip. They should have lost last night. Uh, like yeah, I mean I mean you granted I'm not saying that the Eagles don't kick the field goal, don't tie it up, don't you help might might even score because Devonta Smith was starting to get open late in that game. Whenever MVS dropped it, but I mean they the play to beat them was there. It, it was quite literally in the gloves. Yes, it was. Uh, it, yeah, uh, th- they're they're letting things happen. I I'm nervous for the game in two weeks. Um, that'll be a good litmus test for both of them. Mm-hmm. I do feel the winner of that game loses the meeting in the playoffs. Very well could. I mean, either one of those teams is going to be hard to beat beat, twice. Yeah, it's it's hard to beat any team twice, let alone three times like the Niners might have to do with the Seahawks if they can pull it off Thursday. Uh, That being said, Austin, take us out of Week 11. We'll bring you back in for Week 12, uh, technically, tomorrow. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here for this show. Um, Remember, if you like us, share us. If you don't, Forget it ever happened, but still share us. We're going to get out of here. Be kind to each other. Love one another. And always remember, fuck the Cowboys.